We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We weren't just a one episode show. We no, no, are no. actually thinking we can make past one episode. <laughs> How are you doing today, Juan? I'm doing amazing, man. I'm doing great. Um, I closed one of my positions today, one of my stock positions today, and I made a little bit of money, you know? Like they say, uh, what's that saying that they say that 9 to 5 one? Um, Ah, man, I forgot that saying. You know that saying? The one that says uh, something, something keeps the nine-to-five job away. No? Never heard of it? Um, um, I don't know, man, but you're giving me a lot of clues that I <laughs> just... <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, yeah, I did close my position today. I made a little bit of money in, in, in the market, so that's kind of cool. Um, Kind of waking up and kind of making money and then doing your your normal routine so that's i did that today so and then i work today i started my new job today so everything's going well so far a lot of training um i'm training to be a uh, manager right now so that's going good that's going great um pretty challenging stuff because uh they pretty much embedded us with so many videos we have to watch eight hours of videos on what to do what not to do as a manager and and whatnot so it's challenging, but it's great, man. I'm grateful. What about yourself, man? I got I got a saying for you. What up? Small gains keep the nine to five away. Small gains keep the nine <laughs> to five away. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what to do. You know, you could hustle. Um, you could uh, invest in the market, make some money, or you could even just you know do some simple cut in the yard from a neighbor and make some money. You know, like to say. Little gains, those gains keep the nine to five job away. So, um, <clears throat> let me tell you, let me tell you, that's that's awesome. Uh, that you know, you started your job going on. The the one thing I also liked about it when you told me about this is that, and this shows you know how much passion we have about this is that you told me you were still concerned that it it, it would take also hours away from your your actual hustle and your your stock investments and all that. But at times, you know, once you get adapted to your job, you'll be able to have more flexibility there too. But at least what it shows also is your priorities of where you want, where you mostly want to end up rather, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's, it's very true because, I mean, this job is going to be pretty demanding. I know there's a lot of people that are out there that are working, I mean, the same hours I'll be working at. So, uh so, for example, I'm going to be working like 10 to 12 hour shifts, sometimes 16 hour shifts. So, uh, sounds like, fun. yeah, man, it's going to, it's going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, like, like, and you just have to adapt yourself, like you said, you know, and, and I want to make it possible. Like one thing I want to really, really do is that if I could work this, this type of job, like this 12 to like 16 hour shift jobs, like I want to be able to, um, to prove other people that it, they're capable of making money in the market. Um, so that's that's like my main mm-hmm. purpose in life. And I really want to educate people. So, And that's what this podcast is all about. You know, this podcast is about, you know, uh, hustling and, and kind of escaping the, the, the rat race. That's what they call it, you know. Escaping the rat race to financial freedom. And that's one thing I really want to um, educate people on. Because a lot of people don't have that financial education financial knowledge and aren't surrounded with people that talk about this stuff so it'll be great for us to kind of educate you guys and um 
teach you guys, you know, throw some golden nuggets here and there and show you guys what we're doing and, you know, things that have worked for us that may work for you guys. So, I love that. Yeah. I like to hear that. That enthusiasm. Yeah. You want to teach people. Yeah, man. Funny enough, I also am like that. I, I don't, I, I don't think I express it that much, but I really get a kick out of just uh, teaching people things, you know. Um, I don't, I get high off of just teaching people. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. uh, typically, uh, like like recently, my one of my friends reached out to me. I hadn't talked to him for like almost two years. I hadn't at least seen him. We stayed in touch, you know, comment some little things here and there. But the other day he told me he actually wants to get really into investing. And um, he has some money saved. And he just told me, you know, how we could start and where we could go from here. And I told him, you know, like, hey, um, <clears throat> right now I have, I can make some time for you, and I could show you what's up. I could give you some of the rundown, what's going on, um, how you can invest your money long term, how you can make money real quick, um, and all the varieties of ways you can invest your money in. And, you know, he was like, yeah, dude, I'll I'll let you know what time this and that. And, and funny enough, I, I, if you would have been in that situation as a third party, you would have thought I was the one wanting to learn <laughs> because I was more like, when are we doing this? You know, because I just get really excited and not only for helping others, but to me, teaching people also helps reinforce ideas that, you know, and it helps you understand it better and kind of makes it like a second reflex for yourself rather than, you know, having to constantly read or think about it over and over. You're just teaching more people and other than also teaching them, you also get more insight and possibly other opportunities they may know mm -hmm. about. I definitely agree, dude. I definitely agree, especially when you're teaching someone else what you learned. Um, you learn even more, <laughs> honestly. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. This podcast is about um, kind of letting you guys know whatever we're learning and teach you guys what has worked for us. Um, for example... One of the things that I'm really into and and Al's really into is that uh, we invest in the market and we make money from from there. That's like a little side hustle that we do. I mean, Al has some other um, side hustles that he does, but mine is strictly the market. And I like to I like to day trade and I like to options trade. So those are like my forte. But like Al, um, he's that type of individual that's really driven and is willing to to. Uh, to learn other other side hustles so some of the side hustles i know some of the side hustles that, that you like to do is flipping pallets right yeah man it's a fun hmm fun venture yeah because you at times just get surprised what sells and what doesn't <laughs> like recently i had a pallet for um toys for december and i was and i was looking around i was like hey you know I like this pallet uh, and the thing that drove me to it, it had a lot of Star Wars stuff. Mm. It's all like, hey, you know, quick money right there. But by the end of the of the day, when uh, December wrapped, the, the most toys I've kept are Star Wars what? things. The stuff that you would you would not expect to sell sold quicker than that. Uh, my biggest hits was a little toy car um, called Radical Razors, and and the brand was just the brand us as seen on TV. So just a you know just a basic brand that, that you wa you watch from TV and it sold like hotcakes. Jeez. 
um, I think that was my biggest hit. And then other things such as board games, and it could be, you know, due to the situation we're having on mm-hmm. right now, but either way, things that I did not expect to sell sold. And I was just amazed by that. So it kind of shows you, you know, it gives you a little different perspective. Like you mentioned, we both mentioned. And the other thing, too, is, you know, it teaches you patience, especially with uh, customers who like to complain on some of the simplest things at times. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's fun for me. It I, I also think about, you know, a side hustle eventually being your career. And, and um, this is why at least... Um, for me, that's why I like to try out different things because you never know what you're really gonna get into. A lot, um, I've I've met or or seen people on on YouTube that have like five different streams of income, and at the end they at times say, you know, I started with this, but this is my least gaining stream just because I like the other stuff. So I like to, I'm and I'm also I would say a curious individual too. I like to go into different things and just understand it more. Um, um, and yeah, flipping pass is another thing, and and you know, thank you for for acknowledging that. I I do know that I I like to get I like to also get my hands dirty, but I I know you at least like to get your hands dirty in the mornings. Yeah, I I like like <laughs> you specifically sometimes motivate me, but at times concern me because um, at times you would get off of work like at midnight, and then you're texting me at, like five in the morning. I'm like, this guy keeps it up. He's gonna. <laughs> He's going to just fall dead asleep one day while driving or something because <laughs> <laughs> you hardly get any hours of sleep. And you're like, I'm good. And then you're like all jittery. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I've gotten to that point. I, honestly, I, I, yeah. But you know what? It's kind of cool because I feel like your body gets used to it after so much. You just sleep like, well, I, I get home like around 12 a.m. And I sleep like around 1230 or 1 a.m. And then I wake up at 6 in the morning so that's about like five hours i guess and you know what's uh-huh. funny though is that on weekends i wake up at 6 a.m or 5 a.m like i can't i can't sleep in whatsoever because <laughs> i'm telling like your body gets so used to it after so much but i mean it's it's not healthy healthy but um you know you just gotta do what you gotta do if you want to be you know you want to be successful right so that's one thing that's that's uh that's driving me you know because Honestly, like once you get really good at something, you become so addicted to it that you just enjoy the process. You just enjoy the fact that you're actually um, bettering yourself every day. And that's something that has been happening to me ever since I started trading. I mean, there have been some really bad downtimes. Like (laughs) when I took that huge loss, I took a huge loss. It was like a $200 loss on on, when I traded Shopify. it was it was hilarious because i lost on that trade um because i tell i kept telling myself i i because what you do in the market is that uh you bet you not not bet like calculated bet so if you want to say that the stock's gonna go up you're gonna play calls that's what it's called and i played calls Uh on on shopify and when i placed the order the execution as soon as i placed it it went down and I was like, okay, no, it's going to go up. It's going to go up. And then it kept going down and down and down. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to go up. And like an hour later, I was like, oh, it's still going to go up. And next thing you know, it plummeted, dumped. And I lost like about like $200 <laughs> to like $300 that day. Oh, my goodness. Like that day was like one of the worst days in my life because um, I just honestly, dude, I, I teared up. <laughs> I teared up because 
it like affected me emotionally because I put so much effort, so much. <laughs> no, I could hear it. I could hear it through your through, through Discord. <laughs> I, yeah, I I put so much passion, you know, and then like watching your money just go down the drain and watching all that hard work, you know, waking up in the morning, um, to you know, to be to stay consistent, like it does bring you down so much. But um. But going back, you know, that's what kind of drives, and, that's what drives me. Like, I've gotten better, like, one day at a time. And, um, yeah, it's all about self-discipline at the end of the day. Like, if you really want something, you'll do it. So, that's just my take on that. Juan with the motivational talk. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, dude, I read a lot of motivational books. <laughs> honestly, I, that's all I watch. Like, do you watch, do you watch Netflix? Or, honestly, like, let me ask you this. Um, do you listen to music right now? no more podcasts yeah okay, i like that i like that you know because i don't listen to music whatsoever it's funny because um uh every time i t- let me just say real quick it's funny because you wanted to be a musician honestly yeah dude that's the thing like <laughs> i was so into music i'm like a musician i i love music and i don't listen to music whatsoever i either read uh, a book i mean audiobook i listen to an audiobook on my way to work or if I'm a, uh, if I'm on my way to see my girlfriend, because my girlfriend lives about like thirty minutes, to like forty five minutes with traffic, so I just put a podcast on, or or sometimes I watch the videos that you send me um, about real estate or stocks. So I don't listen to music whatsoever. It's 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 kind of rare for me to listen to music right now. But <clears throat> your girl, your girlfriend's probably like, damn it, another stock episode. <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah she's like i want to listen to some mana some juanes some i don't know bruno mars and she's listening to dave dave ramsey talk about how you can save 10 cents on the dollar i know dude honestly that's how i am yeah hey an award to your girlfriend for having that much patience hey but i take her out on dates with those Uh, profits so i'm it's a (laughs) win-win um but yeah dude. oh man talk about <laughs> talking about financials too um i'm the one thing i would say i'm also really i'm i'm not like a dave ramsey type of guy but um i definitely like to look into the sense things like mm-hmm. uh you know how much you spend on this how much you spend on that i i, I find it funny at times when people or there's a conception or a perception that it's kind of um, it's kind of like um, it's frowned upon, not frowned upon, but it's seen as kind of laughable if you try to save on something or like, you know, some people say, you know, you have coupons or, or the perception that if you use coupons for something, it's it's a negative perception. It's not like it shows that you don't have money uh-huh. or something. But at, at the end, who cares? You know, like uh, like if you end up, if you end up having this sort of lifestyle, you're basically making money by saving money. Um. Like for me the other day, I I decided to splurge on myself a little bit for Christmas, and I uh, I wanted to get a guest watch. Nice. Um, and you know, like everyone else, or mostly everyone else, I went to Amazon to look it up. I I didn't specifically look for a guest watch, but I wanted to look for a luxury watch. And um, I just scrolled through like hundreds of pages until I narrowed down to like three or five. And then I started asking around. That's how I'm even critical of a purchase I am, right? You know, I want to get something I want, not just something because it's a luxury. So I even started getting questionnaires. I asked my my aunts, my cousins, and you. I, I think I sent you like eight watches. <laughs> yeah, <you did. laughs> Pictures of watches. 
And I was like, you know, and people were concerned. They're like, but you got to choose which one. I'm like, I like all of these. I just don't know which one to buy. I'm not going to buy three watches or five watches, you know. Uh, it seems like a waste to me that you should buy so many at one time. You should rather enjoy one at a time. But going back, yeah. uh, eventually I got to liking one. And then I was about to check out on Amazon. But I was like, hey, you know, uh, this is a guest watch. Let me go to their website. I went to their website. Yeah. It was $10 lower already. Oh, so what? Like, cool. You know, 10 bucks less. That's right there. Seven McChickens right there. Okay. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. That's that's 10 sweet teas right there. Come on. So that that's like 10 meals for yeah. <laughs> 10 meals. Uh, so I was like, you know, typically businesses offer coupons or have any online. And I searched some and some of them worked, some of them didn't. Some of them gave me low discounts until I ran into eventually um, guess had its own where your first purchase was 15% off plus free shipping. Mm. So I applied that and my cost went from a watch that was going for 115 to nine, uh, $90. So I already saved 25 bucks there. And then I also saved because they choose you charge for shipping, but the first purchase is free. So I saved on shipping as well. And I, well, you know, at the end they, you pay taxes, but I think I ended up paying around 32, 30, $35 less than what I would have bought it for on Amazon. And you know what I did with those $35 one? I used those $35, I added five more dollars to the budget, and I bought myself another watch. And not just any watch. I bought that. Shout out to Bobo Bird. I hope we ever ever (laughs) get sponsored by them. I love their watches. They look so dope. And it was $40 fixed price. That was it. So I basically got two watches out of one purchase. Just because it started looking uh, around. Those Bobo watches are the, the wooden watches, right? Yeah, they're made out of wood. Uh, bamboo Sick. and I think some other sort of material, but it looks so nice. They they definitely look unique more than the average watch. Nice. But yeah, you know, like that's how I believe. Um, not only are you getting more bang for your buck, you're not just saving or showing that you're a peasant or anything. It's not like I don't have mm-hmm. money. It's just I want to be more effective with my yeah. money. And at the end, that effect got me another watch or I could have even just saved those $35 and gotten something else later. I couldn't even put on stocks if I wanted to and then invested and gotten even more money in the yeah. future. So at the end, I think also saving is basically earning because you're eventually going to get that. Mm-hmm. So you might as well get it for a cheaper price because at the end, you get more in your pocket. Yep. I feel you on that. You know what? Talking about watches, you know, something that I've been meaning to do, maybe like uh, as my bucket list or maybe in the future, um, I would I would want to get a Rolex watch, man. A Rolex watch, I knew and <laughs> but like I mean, it's gonna be a Rolex watch, but it's gonna stay within my family. So I want to have it and then continue um... it for further generations. You know, that's gonna be kind of an investment, I guess. Like, not an investment, but uh-huh. it's gonna be something you're gonna be remembered as. You know, remembered by like, oh yeah, my great 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 grandfather used to have this Rolex okay. and this Rolex is going to be worth like Tradition. over like you know it's going to be over like big bucks it's, it's an older Rolex <laughs> you know <laughs> Rolex just crashes I hope not it's worth like five dollars <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's something yeah talking about watches though like that'd be pretty cool to do that's something off my bucket list talking about inheritance funny enough um, you know I like that that plan of having a watch I 
I have that same idea about eventually leaving something, you know, for a future family to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had this thought in my head for a while, and I would usually just think about it at times. I was like, do you, do you want to just be famous and, you know, leave that as a mark and then let your future generations know you were this famous person? And to me, at least, I didn't care about that, you know. I didn't want I don't I didn't want my future families to think oh like oh this guy was famous for something and that's it I wanted to know or rather rather to contribute and um, just think about just contributing not really being on the limelight and give him something else and for me at least what I want to plan to do is just eventually property you know I have this these family members where um, like th- their parents have were bought property like in the sixties eighties for dirt cheap and now they're worth like five times more and now the only downside is that you know people get eventually lazy and they just live off of that but the thing is um that's a future consideration i'll have to see but the thing is that's something i think is awesome you know at the end if they don't want to they don't have anything going for them or you know their plans don't work out as they would have wanted to there's something extra or it could be money where it could fund them to do something they want to do i like that that's a really great idea yeah i think i think real estate it's overall is um it's something that people don't really like myself like for example when i went out of uh when i graduated from college like Oh, both of us, like, we didn't really have um, a strict foundation of what real estate was, or real estate is. And honestly, that that helps future generations definitely because it builds wealth, you know? It builds a lot of wealth. And on top of that, like, you don't really have to worry about, like, right now, it's kind of like freaking house, payment, house payments right now are, are freaking... Hi, dude. Imagine in the future, <laughs> like forecasting, like most likely it might triple or double, depending how the debt is in America. But oh, never mind. I don't even know if that correlates to it. But <laughs> but um, but yeah, dude. I I definitely agree with you. I think that's a really great idea to do. Um, definitely some property for future generations. That's that's genius. Um, and it actually helps you too, cause you know. Um, but like you said, you know, you know, it doesn't really make you lazy. Like you said, um, I feel like it gives you, it brings you in more time and, um, talking about time, like time's also an asset. A lot of people don't really look at, um, you know, if you have this real estate and you have all this cash flow coming in, um, you have more opportunities to do the things that you want to do. Right. And, um, so Mm -hmm. honestly, that's a win-win right there. You know, you get real estate, you increase your cash flow. And um, you live based on that, and you have more time to, for yourself and your family. So that's what financial freedom is really is, dude. Um, <clears throat> if you had the time, dude. If you if you had the whole time to, you know, if you had the time in the world to do whatever you want, dude, what would it be? Whatever I want, for like the rest of my life, yeah, yeah. or something I just haven't been able to do. It's like for the rest of your life. Hmm. Hmm, that's really interesting actually it's a deep question <laughs> um i would i would think of two things uh, either you know travel around the world 
that's definitely one that's something that's pretty that's a pretty well-known answer definitely or the other thing i would say is also just spending time with family really um and it could be doing anything i want but it always has to be something involving where a family wants to go Mm -hmm. wants to try uh wants to do something out of any sort of activity then those are would be my two top things right there yeah i like that i like that answer what about you i like that answer definitely staying with your family because you know you never know what's gonna be the last time right so you really want to have enough 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 um time enough moments for you to cherish so but yeah traveling the world dude honestly one of the one of the places i really would like to go to is dubai dubai man oh Mm. yeah dubai is one of the richest countries and they have some exotic stuff over there i really want to check out so um that's one thing i really want to do but i feel like i would regardless of the time i feel like i'll still be trading (laughs) i feel like trading has just uh it's it's just been my passion honestly that's kind of a so that would be your answer for what you could do for the rest of your life just trading yeah okay because your wife just like, when are you going to come in and watch the kids play or something? It's like, don't bother me. <laughs> or like you arrive late to their show and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Tilray didn't work out today. <laughs> it's like, don't bother me during market hours, please. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you like this house? Just leave me alone then. That <laughs> no, is messed up, but okay. And then, see, that shows your passion like, it's funny enough i'm the one who introduced you to at least uh you know um at least the stock trading world you know we could talk about other things such as options but at least in general the idea of investing Mm -hmm. and the difference is that you've gotten a bigger passion than i have like i saw more of as a tool for uh or an income stream but you saw more like just like you said right now you will live the rest of your life (laughs) trading (laughs) i know right (laughs) Such a geeky. Imagine like your last moments. It's like your last dying breath, and you just try to fill an option or an order. <laughs> then you, then you just like your last breath, but then it didn't go through. It's cause, you know one thing I really like. <laughs> I guess one thing I really really like is when I when I execute the order on on the brokerage um, on Think or Swim. It's a brokerage uh, broker where you you trade. Well, when you trade, when you execute a trade, like a little. Like ding comes up, <laughs> a little cha-ching. <laughs> I, I like that. I'm like, dang, that sounds cool. <laughs> it's an addiction. <laughs> mm. Okay, so so you're so you're kind of um, you're making this sound like if it's if it's a gambling thing. <laughs> I know, no, but no, I, I, I like that sound though. I think it's pretty cool. Ding, but <laughs> um. But I think one of the most important things, you know, whatever you want to do, we call it hustles. Uh, we mentioned at least some of some of the ones we're involved in and future ones we want to get to. Uh, the most important thing is is that you can make money doing anything you want. It doesn't mean you have to work or get a job specific to that passion. It would be good to get experience out of it. But honestly, just doing your own, you could do that too. That's That's your other option. That's what we are doing, basically, where... We want to be able to obtain money uh, through ourselves and rely on our skills and be able to grow from there. And even though, you know, Juan said his um, his passion was first music, 
but now it's trading. It, it could happen. You know, you just got to put yourself out there and see what you want to do or at least try your passion and maybe you find another opportunity comes comes to sight and you may like it. That 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 will be your stocks for like as it is for Juan. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm such a I'm such a geeky cuz it comes to a point where like uh I don't know when I'm talking to someone, like for example, like <laughs> funny thing is when we had an orientation at work like honestly like i I'm, I'm a pretty good conversation talker like i keep the conversation going but when it comes to like that awkward moment like i try to um i try to like squeeze some questions in like like an interview you know so what do you like to do for fun or what do you, you know but it comes to that point where i'm like do you trade <laughs> well, i really <laughs> want to ask him that question so do you invest in stocks <laughs> <laughs> so um how many yeses have no, you done? you know what i haven't i haven't asked that question because i feel like it's awkward uh i feel like it's kind of awkward yeah. but you never know you never know who trades and who doesn't so because i like i love to bounce ideas with people that trade i just that's it's dope i think it's awesome like we we bounce heads you know we bounce ideas and whatnot um when we talk about stocks and stuff so i love when i talk to people like that the dynamic of that sort of conversation too with uh having people around you is that like you say you know we bounce ideas off each other but then we also butt heads <laughs> i know <laughs> what to do <laughs> you know even though even though you're my friend and i've known you for six years um sometimes sometimes i just get pissed i'm like no you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're wrong because you're wrong <laughs> No, 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 no. I have reasoning. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not an emotional. Well, I'm trying not to be an emotional <laughs> trader, but, uh, yeah, like it, it could be. That's a, that's the thing you gotta also be aware about. And I think sometimes people don't don't get into those sort of situations and or want to get in this conversation. Like you said, you know, it, it feels awkward because at times it could also lead to disagreements. Yeah. Or you could, uh, you know, your ideas that you already have worked on could be different from their his. And at times you will just think, you know, this guy's wrong. You know, I've never thought mm -hmm. about this. But the cool thing, at least about us, is that we're we're pretty open minded, and then we try to, you know, rather than shut it down, say uh, say yes or no on it, we just we just, you know, we don't really try to give more of our opinion or of approval, but rather just see where it could take mm -hmm. it. And we've we've earned, you know, we got rewarded from doing that from me and you, you know. Like I remember one time you told me to play, uh, I think BYD calls, and then the next day it shot up to like a uh, like a forty percent gain, fifty percent gain in in our our options call. Yeah. And then at times I told you, you know, like uh, uh, get in this stock. And sometimes you didn't, and sometimes you did. Yeah. <laughs> but then they would also shoot up. So we would we would always consider those things, and we learn from each other. And and at times I think your network is your net worth, as it's said. Yeah. Uh, you gotta be able to under not only you know get people from your circle, but just get people from different circles of different industries, different works. And you can learn things off each other, or even just build an empire yeah. with them. You know. You know. You no, know, I definitely agree with you. Because one thing I had in mind before, um, when we were trading and stuff, like, there would be some times where I kind of isolate myself. And I'd be like, I'm going to learn this on my own, and I'm going to do it on my own. And that was my thing. But honestly, you don't go anywhere 
with that mentality. You really need to have a community. You really need to have people uh, around you that have the same mentality, which is called, um, I, I read this in this book, Think and Grow Rich. It's a mastermind group. Uh, you really mm-hmm. want to build that. You really want to build a mastermind group that have the same passion that you have so you could be self-driven. So, um, like, for example, I really enjoy talking to people that are smarter than me because... Um, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you see, I talk to... Dude, you're, <laughs> you're a smart dude, man. You're really, really smart. You know your numbers. That's why thank I like you. to talk to you. Thank you, thank you. Because um, you're a really, really smart dude <laughs> when it comes to business and finance. So, um, I definitely learned a lot about you and your your skills and your passion and i like to uh add that to myself so like i said you really really build that mastermind group so if you're out there drinking and having fun with those people every friday every weekend every night um i mean you're not gonna go anywhere like that right and you're gonna be surrounded with that circle so you're gonna be doing whatever they're doing you're gonna be tied down with them so it depends so if you're in that situation if that environment i suggest you like you know get out of that environment and stick with people that actually i mean talk to people and be surrounded with people that bring you value that's really important i love that bluntness juan um you got that from me yeah honestly yeah dude (laughs) i the the (laughs) seat definitely you're blunt dude you're blunt (laughs) hey man it's amazing. I love it. I I think honesty is the best way, you know, is breast served straight up rather than uh be hitting the bush. Um No, but you're right on that and it's not only, you know, learning from people how I also get my perspective is that you got to be with people who actually care what you want what you're doing not for your own benefit and like uh, you know, you, you're just uh you're just, you know, learning from them and then just leave them alone. No, you got to really care about what they're doing or and um, because at the end, you're not always going to be successful throughout the whole time from the from the beginning to the end. You're going to have your down times. And at, at times just having that sort of support and knowing that person will be there for you is, is a great thing. And, and I got to thank you, Juan, for that, because that that is one of your key things I've gotten you know I, I I am blunt but I also wasn't too supportive at times I just didn't know how to do it but you taught me how to do it Thanks, and um, you've been there for me when I when I was you know in my downturns or I was just going through rough times and anything I was doing regarding investing or just in life in general and um, yeah like in anything and everything we've had each other's back and I could appreciate just learning so, sort of that um compassion that you show appreciate it bro appreciate it man it means a lot that means a lot dude <laughs> six years at six the end years and I... strong <laughs> six <laughs> years and strong let's see how long it lasts <laughs> hey they say a relationship that's uh, over what six years lasts a lifetime so i, I thought it was, was 10 oh dang it Never just mind, dude. <laughs> just, no, I do remember you showed me that. Um, it it definitely is uh, such a thing, and we've also been we've also learned from people who had th- that sort of support system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that they they like to they like to they grew from there. They they didn't just do it on their own. Yeah. Um. So at the end, having that sort of support system is good, and that, and not just you know in investing and getting rich, just in life in general. Yeah. You want to be able to have that support system, and that's why at times you know nurturing is key for kids' success and what they want to do because you know you just gotta be there for them in anything they want to do. 
and this reflects well in all sort of you know cases and industry and finances and just hustling is one of them i agree with you man i definitely agree with you <clears throat> but speaking about like finance and and hustling what has to what has to be um i mean what's your favorite side hustle that has bring you consistent profit i mean mine has to be trading but but for you what has to be one of that hustle that has bring you consistent profit and maybe could help other people out <laughs> mm, it's tricky because yeah. at least i nitpicked around everywhere like i've i've just gotten involved in everything and i've gotten pretty consistent results yeah but the one i would say is just regular old stock investments at times just because even though you don't get your money there and then it's 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 a long term it's like it's like your bank account you know if if you're going to leave your bank account but it's only going to gain like 0.5 interest it's not it's not going to be as effective as if you leave it in the stock market and you know the index you know at times does go down it's true but once you get past it your your portfolio could go from not even 0.6 it could go from 5 10% to 20 40 50 even doubling it mm-hmm. so even though even though options is good you get money instantly um you know pallet flipping is good you get also get money and margins out of that and there's other ways of making money as well at the end you also got to know what to do with that money mm-hmm. and if you're just sitting there and not doing anything at least let it appreciate value until you know what to do next with it nice you know what dude when you were doing pallet flipping when you uh when you were, you were doing pallet flipping i tried to flip some some toys right <laughs> Funny thing mm-hmm. is that I bought like three baby Yodas for like seventeen dollars on Amazon. That was like on, uh, was it November? Like the first week of November. Cool, right? I was like, all right. So I stocked them in my closet, and I was like, I'm gonna start selling them because the reason why I bought them was because Mandalorian was coming out, and then on top of that, Black Friday was coming out, and Christmas was coming out. So I was like, all right, cool. I mean, it's gonna be on high demand, right? So. Next thing you know, I put it up on OfferUp, you know, I put it up for like 30 bucks and I was like, you know, I want to make at least like some like 50% of my profit I and mean, 50% of my money back. And, um, and next thing you know, like, no, it doesn't sell, dude. It's already like December 20 something, 22nd. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, it's not selling. And I'm looking at it on eBay. People are selling them for like, like 20 bucks, you know, 25 bucks. I was like, you know, I'm just going to put it for 25 bucks. All right, the first one sells for twenty. All right, sell it to this guy, and then the next thing you know, I sell the the second baby Yoda for like twenty five bucks. So I was like, cool, I'm I'm making nice. some money, you know. And then next thing you know, dude, like December twenty, I think it was after Christmas, twenty seven. I see them on eBay, dude. eBay, they're like forty five bucks, forty bucks. <laughs> on offer up, they're like fifty bucks. <laughs> there was this guy that was selling them for two hundred dollars, man. Two hundred dollars. I was like, dang it! I sold them for twenty five bucks and twenty bucks. I still have one left. <laughs> I think I'm gonna end up selling that. But honestly, dude, it's pallet flipping. It's you really have to be really good at it. And I've noticed that you've been pretty good at um with those race cars he's been selling and and uh you actually made profit on that that first pallet that you bought that was pretty dope dude mm-hmm. so i feel like if you keep doing that 
if you keep working on that, dude, I feel like that could be that could bring you some consistent um, gains. Uh, I, I mean, it could be like a side hustle, but you could just kind of leave it aside and kind of put the merchandise up there and kind of let that sell itself while you sleep, dude. So, <clears throat> so that's my little backstory on, on flipping. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I'd rather stay away from it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing about um, just any sort of hustle at the end you did mention you know i made profit out of it and at the end you can make these side hustles if you ever want to make them your main income or at least one of your main income streams yeah you you if you end up getting the hang of it really quickly all that counts after afterwards is that you just scale up mm-hmm. just start you know growing it out just start putting more money into it and you'll get more back like um i think in this in my first palette I made around, I think I made like around uh, 90% back, 90% return actually. Oh, so, nice. so in total, I made 190% after, after everything, you know, that was the income. Nice. So if you were able to do that and you were able to pick and know and what to do, you'll be able to, you know, scale up quicker. Some Sometimes the thing that sucks about hustles and, and you know, these opportunities that you run into is that at times it's going to take a while for you to understand and develop your skills on it. Or sometimes you see people having more success or quicker success than you, and then it could be discouraging for yeah. you. But at the end, um, that's why we also diversify our activities too, or hustles. We see we do this and this and this, like at least two two more things mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be something that it's your business you know you could register it as a business but it doesn't mean you're gonna have to be working there 60 hours a week while you have another job no it could be something as small as just like Juan said just buy a toy and flipping it and then just you know when you have your time you send it or when you're doing stock trading stock trading at times doesn't have to take that long it could just take a couple of hours or even if you want to hold it long term you take your weekend, you know, you do a couple hours of research, you see what you like, you pick it and you invest on it. And then within a strategy that you like, and then you place your order. Like it doesn't have to be that much. Those three things don't sound that like they take that long. And there's many more things as that as e-commerce. Uh, you could rent your trucks. Um, you could even do your own. Um, I think it's called like a, a trash i think collecting i've seen that as well there's just everything dude like like there's so many things you can make out of it it's just and it doesn't require that much time and once you get the hang of it you could just make it your your make it your baby and grow out of it yeah it's crazy how there's so much so much opportunities huh out there and and a lot of people don't seem to realize that they're still stuck with their job man and you know one thing that that When I started, well, I'm, I'm barely starting this job, right? This manager position job. And something that has really been behind my mind was that I hope I don't lose inspiration. I hope I don't lose inspiration in what I'm doing right now. Because I know it's going to be a really tough job, you know, working 16, you know, I mean, 12 to like 16 hours a day. Um, that's going to bring you down a lot mentally and emotionally wise. And something that, you know... But something that keeps helping me a lot is that I keep on after work. I, I, I honestly just do my my normal routine, which is reading. I love to read. And I feel like reading motivational books and, you know, talking to you, Al, you know, having those people around you that are, are driven just like you. 
um, I feel like that's going to help me push myself regarding if I'm working these long hours. So going back, um, yeah, like I said, a lot of people don't seem to realize that there's so many opportunities out there to make money and they don't take advantage of it. And that's what me and you are actually doing. You know, we have, we're young, we're rich and we're like, they say we're rich in time because <laughs> we're young and um we have the ability to learn this stuff because i mean um we don't have any like uh, uh i mean we do have responsibilities and whatnot but uh we try to make we try to adapt to it right so <clears throat> yes and and then th that's where i also think you know your spending comes into play if you if you know how much your sources of uh, i mean how much your your annual spending is or how much you need to cover your costs um, that that could also help you regarding your flexibility times like you told me at times when you used to be uh in your previous job it was a pretty flex flexible hours you know you you could schedule your hours and you could get paid pretty good amount of money if you if you did a certain amount of hours which wasn't much which i think it was definitely less than 60 hours a yeah, week and and the thing is, it's such a chill job too, where you already had the hang of it, so it gives you more time and 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 it gives you more of your time back, where you could put it back into those passions you like, and that could further then not only help you gain money as as you as you learn, but also at times have something stable where you, where it will cover at least your costs. And, and, you know, leave you with some change for investing, but also let you prioritize what's most important to you or what sort of passion or opportunity you want to take on. Yep, definitely agree. You know, it's funny because I bought an iPhone 12, right? <laughs> I bought the new iPhone Ooh. 12. But honestly, um, uh, I, didn't, I didn't pay out of pocket. <laughs> I mean, I did. What do you mean? The stocks paid for it. <laughs> No. Yeah, I mean, stocks paid for it because I really wanted an iPhone for photography and stuff. So that's how it works. Like, uh -huh. you really want to invest in assets and have those assets pay your liabilities. So pay whatever you want to do, you know? And honestly, mm -hmm. I've been kind of living like that. Like, um, like, I like the extra truck and change that I have. For example, if I want to buy myself something nice, I take it from the assets that I have and I buy myself something nice. It's not my money because my money is just it's doing its job you know my i didn't i'm not using my real money i'm using the my investments so that's mm -hmm. something to consider you know whenever you want to buy something expensive and everything try to uh uh try to like step back a little bit and instead of actually paying for that thousand two hundred dollar iphone like maybe buy some apple stock or buy um invest in in a stock that will make you money and then use that money that those profits those capital gains to to purchase whatever you want to buy you know so that's what exactly what i did with my with my phone so that's kind of cool because a lot of people were looking at me oh you got the new iphone 12 and i was like yeah i did but they don't <laughs> they think i pay out of pocket they think they think i paid you know with my own cash but honestly i didn't <laughs> so that's kind of neat you know so if you're young right now mm -hmm. and really want to learn about the market and really want to learn how to invest um, we'll definitely show you how to invest. We'll definitely drop some golden nuggets here and there and where you could use, you know, what has worked for me and what 
what has you know worked for Al too. Like right now, for example, I'm I'm not. It's kind of hard for me to day trade, so I'm I'm swing trading. So what it's called is that you pretty much place a position. Um, you buy a stock and the stock goes up maybe like then in the next two days and you just take your profit and you keep the you keep your capital gains you keep your money you keep the profit um that's what i've been doing and it's been working well for me and those and those strategies also have led us to even double our money yeah like a recent example is lca it was it's now golden nugget funny enough oh, yeah. golden nugget gambling right or gaming uh, gaming Golden Nugget Gaming, just for the legal purposes, uh, it had it had made a merger a while back, like like three four months ago. I think we've been waiting for this, and when that news hit, you know, we did our research and we saw that the 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 stock didn't reflect the value it had, and we were like, you know, we're gonna swing this. We we believe this could be even further, not only from from. Um, from financial numbers but also from technical numbers as well uh and then we just took advantage you know in our journey we were already making profit but we already had a bigger goal of basically doubling our money and sometimes it would dip and sometimes it would dip but then it would also go up and then we would just keep increasing our position more and more until eventually it hit our target and it we basically doubled our money so even though these take longer, you could end up making higher returns than than what a day trade does. So it it all comes to you know what strategy works for you. At at times, it could be like you want to be in the rush and gain this money, but at the end, there's so many different strategies that take their own pace, but at, in general, give you almost the same value for what you put in, such as patience or just money. So. It it all comes down to you and what you want to do, but I think we are running a little long. Do you think so, Juan? Yeah, we are a little bit. Yes. So this was fun. I like this. I think we definitely have something going here. Um, we still don't have a name. We'll figure that out eventually. Mm-hmm. We will. Funny enough is that typically people, you know, get hyped on the name and then do stuff. But but I think this is this is cool too because we just ended up saying and this is how we also think is that you, rather than thinking so much about the small details, just get your feet wet and then eventually you adjust to it and and that's what we're doing at least we're getting through recording and editing and and, and honestly just understanding what what type of conversations we're gonna have and then eventually you know yeah. the name comes in. Yeah, I, I guess the most important thing too out is um just the value like overall like. Uh, I want to be sure that we bring value to to our our followers. Like we we teach them something. Like I want them to uh to you know, listen to the this podcast, and when they're done, I want them to be like, oh cool, I learned something new. You know, I learned something new today from these guys. That's something I really want to uh, I want to inspire people like that. I want to make an impact, a little small impact. Ditto. But without being said, yeah, <laughs> this has been a great <laughs> episode of. The Blank Podcast <laughs> with your boy, Al. Al Juan. And we are out.